We live in a mostly negative world. We live in a world that doesn't want to talk about the bad and the ugly and expose that stuff. We live in a world that perpetuates disaster. Here it is, man. You want positivity, the real deal? Well, let me take you to the dark side. Welcome to the dark side of your authenticity, where I expose my bad and ugly so that you can learn something from my mistakes. Let's go. And I say, hey, 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 leave it like we're Fred Blumenberg, welcome to the dark side of your authenticity. Today, man, we are doing a great episode that is going to be the opposite of my Monday challenge that I had for you. The Monday challenge always comes through the authentic, positive mindset warrior that comes on every single Monday. But today, man, the dark side of your authenticity is about attacking the bad and the ugly. It's about me exposing my faults, being vulnerable, showing you where I fucked up, and you're going to learn from what I've done. If you haven't learned from what I've done, I don't know who you're going to learn from, man. I don't know how you're going to learn it (laughs) because nobody out there is going to tell you their fucked up moments. There's very few people that are going to be authentic with you and they're going to tell you all about their bad shit and really be honest with you. This is 100% truth. So let me get into it. Today's episode is going to be really short because I have a short amount of time. Um, You know, things have just caught up to me. I woke up late. I woke up late, man. I took a sleeping pill last night. (laughs) I took a sleeping pill because, you know, I've just been in aches and pains and And um, I took a sleeping pill to go to sleep and I wanted to wake up early this morning, two or three in the morning, two o'clock, preferably. And I didn't get up. I got up at like five. No, it was about 445. That's what it was. And I tell you that because, yo, you're going to have some days, man, where you just don't feel like getting up. And you're going to have some days where it's going to be hard and challenging to get up. That doesn't mean you don't get up and get productive. Now, normally I get up at 2 a.m. And um, I mean, I used to get up at 4 a.m. But that was when Daisy was little. Then I finally got some sleep. I got up at 3 a.m. And now I'm getting up at 2 a.m. This is not a pissing contest, man. This is not for me to say, yeah, I'm better than you. I can get up early. No, man. I have fucking four kids. I'm trying to get up before they do. Because when the madness begins, I have no time to myself. So if you wonder how I'm able to do so much, a lot of it has to do with the fact that I get up fucking early as shit. And I get stuff done from 2 to 5. But today, yo... The Monday challenge was about watching what you say. It was called the Watch Your Words Challenge. And there were six phrases that I put out there. I even had a bonus one. And it was basically understanding what are you saying to yourself? What are you saying to yourself? So I told you how to get over that on Monday. I'm going to tell you those same phrases and what I did. So we're going to go over them really quickly. So if you guys don't know, please subscribe to this podcast. I drop this episode every single Wednesday. I drop episodes every single fucking day. Subscribe to this podcast, Be Authentic Zone, and make sure you leave a a, a review, man. Give me a review. I got I, I, I need some feedback. So I wanted to hear what you guys have to say. And be authentic. Be about the good, bad, and ugly. I don't care how good or bad it is. Put it out there. <laughs> man, number one, the first thing. On the Watch Your Words Challenge, watch, watch what you say. In fact, I'm going to give you um, one of the things that I say often, be watchful. So here's what I said. Most people say, be careful. I say, be watchful. Why? Simple. When you watch for things, you go, you, you go, you know, full steam ahead, but you're, you're aware. And my problem was I was always being too careful. And I would say this to myself and I would say it to my kids. And this was, but now a lot of these I made 
transformations in 2015. So a lot of these are from that period. So if I ever refer back to 2015, it's because that's when I decided to start on my entrepreneur journey and unlearn all the bullshit that I learned. And a lot of what I've learned is what I'm telling you. See, I'm unlike these gurus and these people that are fucking experts that are going to tell you shit, but they're not really using it. This is shit I've used. And I'm going to tell you exactly um, what I used to do along the way. And that's the reason why I do this episode. But I used to say, be careful all the time. And the problem with be careful is that you're just trying to be, you know, you don't want to make a mistake. You don't want to fuck up. You're so busy looking for mistakes that when you make a mistake, you get so angry and mad at yourself that you can't get over it. And I used to do that shit all the time. Even in my career, man, I, I, I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I knew I wasn't a nine to five guy. That's not for me to be like, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. That's who I am. I just knew that's who I was. You know, I couldn't take direction from idiots because I didn't like bosses that were above me telling me shit they wouldn't fucking do. I didn't respect bosses like that, man. Just because you're in a position that you can tell me what to do. You just going to do sh- you going to tell me to do shit. You know, you wouldn't fucking do. I don't respect anybody like that. And for me. It was really about, I don't respect anybody that is, you know, dumber than me in a higher spot. And that's real. So that's really, that's really a lot of the reason why I wanted to become an entrepreneur. There's a lot of low lives out there. There's a lot of people that don't want to be better, that are in positions that are better than you just because of nepotism or just because of people that, you know, favor one another and you just never get ahead. You know, and, and, and you can become jaded. So one of the reasons I wanted to become an entrepreneur is because I didn't want to be around dumbasses. I wanted to create my own business with people that really do want to level up and help each other out. And we're all about growth. And so be careful is one of the things that most that keeps people trapped is because, you know, I needed a job. And what often would happen is that, you know, I would just stay stuck on the idea that, yo, I need a job. I need a check. I needed to be consistent. And I wasn't about what do I want for real? You know, what is it that I really truly want to achieve? And I was so busy being careful that I never, ever went after what I wanted. Because if I really truly went after entrepreneurialism, I I knew I was going to fuck up. There was no quote unquote safe path to get to what I wanted, a consistent check and to feel safe. And, and, and what I really should have been doing was being watchful. You know, you work some jobs and there's plenty of jobs that you've worked where you see the writing on the wall. You see the fucking writing on the, you know, when they're going to fire people, let go of people, you know, when act, you know, people are, are cutting, you know, the workforce, you know, exactly what's going on. What are you doing? You're praying that it's not you instead of being like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm looking for a job and I'm going to go take advantage of my opportunity right now. I'm not going to sit here and wait for these motherfuckers. You get what I'm saying? So I turned it around and I said, be watchful. So when I was watchful, I said, all right, I see the writing on the wall. Time to go. Time to go make my opportunity. And that's what I did. I created an opportunity wherever. And it's funny, when I was working in 2015 as a paraprofessional at a school, I remember telling the parapros that I was working with, I'm like, I'm not going to be in this spot for long. Meanwhile, don't forget, I was working in that same spot for almost like a decade. (laughs) So they looked at me like, yeah, right. You'll be here next year. And I'm like, nah, I saw the writing on the wall. I could see what was happening in our school district. I could see how they were treating paras. I could see everything because I was watchful. But see, when I was being careful, I got stuck hoping and praying and shit. Shit didn't work. And let me be clear. I'm not saying hope and prayer don't work. I'm saying hope and prayer without fucking action is not going to work. It's just not going to. God is not a genie. Like, you got to be watchful for what's out there and go get it. 
Another one. Being busy versus being productive. Yo, I was busy as fuck doing nothing. This is real, man. Today's Wednesday. So I had a countdown timer, countdown app in my phone, and it would be countdown to 3.15, Friday 3.15. In fact, I'm going to create something that's going to be, it's almost going to be like Gary V's 137, only it's going to be 3.15. It might even say Friday 3.15. So if you see that pop up on any social media feed, just know it's me. I'm creating a group. And the idea of the group will probably be, you know, how do we maximize the weekend? How do we get you know, ahead of everybody else. Cause that's literally what I did when I changed my mindset and went after my dreams is that I look forward to Friday at 3:15, as opposed to going out drinking. I look forward to actually maximizing because it was 48 free hours. Well, shit, maybe even more that I got to just work straight through on what I wanted. And what I found out was I was more motivated to get to the weekend to work towards what I wanted than I was to just go out and drink. But we talking about the bad and the ugly. Yo, Friday was drinking time, yo. 3.15, I had to drink with my, my, you know, my A1s. Let's get out, get belligerent. Even if I had no money, dog. If I had no money, I would fucking borrow my, yo, get me a couple shots. Yo, I'll get you on the next payday, I promise. We didn't have Cash App when I was doing this shit. If we would have had a motherfucking Cash App, I would have probably drew up a bigger tab. I mean, I was ridiculous, man. And I was so underwater, I would ask my mom every few weeks. Yo, my mom had a Walmart card. And the Walmart card had my name on it and hers. And I would use that motherfucker. I'd be like, mom, I really need it. Wasn't making enough money, man. But I had money to go invest in a bar. I had money to go invest in stupid shit. You know, luckily I didn't have a problem buying expensive clothes and bullshit. But my problem was I was too busy trying to look like I had money and I didn't fucking have no money, man. I had three kids. I was struggling. Check to check. Being stupid. But I was being busy. Because heaven, there were people that came to me with opportunities. Yo, why don't you come see this event? It's at 7 o'clock tonight. Nah, man, I'm good. I, you know, I'm busy. I'm busy. I didn't want to go. Why would I go to an event that could possibly make me more money? It's too much work. And whatever they're selling, why can't they just give me the info? It's probably a scam. Fuck that. Nah, I'm busy. Excuse. Or are they making a worse excuse? Yeah, I'll be there. Not show up. Bro, I was hella bad at commitments. That's the reason why I made commitment a number one thing. It's the number one thing I had to turn around. Be committed to your word. You say you're going to do it, fucking do it. Dude, I was so bad at commitments. I tell people, yeah, I'll do it. And I'd never fucking do it. Because it, for me, loser thoughts, it felt better to like say that I was going to do it. Um, just to get them out of my face. Than to actually say no. And... Stay committed to that no. You know what I mean? I didn't have no excuse to get out of that. Dude, I had a I had a PhD in excuseology. Bro, I could come up with the best excuses at any time of day. So that's why when people give them to me, I'm like, bro, stop. Stop, man. I know that game. I ran that game. I perfected that motherfucking game, dog. You can't get come on now. Like I know that shit. Being productive, I wasn't productive. No wait, I was. At the wrong shit. That's why I say destructive winning. Yo, I could go to the gym and break my own personal record because I was motivated for that shit. It was fun. It's what I wanted to do. Now think about this, man. I'm going to the gym putting myself through pain. I'm putting myself through physical pain at the gym. I got time for that shit. I got personal records. I'm keeping track of the shit. I know what days I need to go work out. Chest, shoulders, backs, leg, all that shit, right? But I can't transfer that shit to go make more money. What's the problem? 
That was my problem, man. Destructive winning. No, don't get me wrong. Working out is good. But my problem was I wasn't fixing the problem that was the biggest. And that was the money. That's it. I wasn't fixing the money. Then I would get defensive when Michelle would be like, yo, you, you, we, we got to fix this, man. Man, I'm working a job I really like. And, and it's fulfilling. Which it was true. I really did like my job. And it was fulfilling. But the fact was it was not paying enough money. And what ended up happening was Michelle had to get extra jobs. And here I am not making enough money. Bullshitting, man. Bullshitting around. Fucking stupid. And now that I look back on that, you know, you guys wonder why I work so hard. It's, it's almost like I'm working to make up for that. All the fucked up shit I did. This is not about y'all. Like, my hard work is not a... I'm not competing with anybody but myself. I want you to think the same. You're not competing with anybody but yourself. If you're looking at everybody else and you're like, damn, I wish I could do that, you need to stop and look at what did you do over the last year. Compare yourself now to what you did last year. If you feel like you've done better, yo, pat yourself on the back. Because next year you is going to be better than this year's you. But there's a lot of people that are still stuck in the same shit. I'm like, how the fuck you go through 2020 stuck in the same shit? How? So, I don't want to drag it on and go off on a diatribe, but yeah, I work hard for a lot of reasons that you wouldn't even think. And that's one of them. I wasn't productive. I was busy. Well, now I'm productive. This is what production looks like. And when you got a strong why, shit, look at my shit. Look at on on my timeline. I sent somebody in my Snapchat. They were they were saying it was something about something. And I was like, bro, on my phone, it's like I spend like 13, 13 and a half hours a day on my phone. And they're like, dude, how? And I'm like, well, my business is on my phone. I'm doing coaching calls and all kinds of shit. I'm doing vlogs and all shit. Like I'm using my phone. I'm using it. I'm not on here playing fucking games. Now, but the old me before 2015 was fucking busy playing games, bullshitting, looking at videos, YouTubing, Instagramming on some bullshit, wasting time. The productive me? Shit. That's what production looks like. Editing. Filming. Recording. Photoshopping. <laughs> posting. Doing podcasts. Writing articles. Connecting with. Video chatting. I, you know, coaching. You, you name it, I'm doing it. I can do it all on one device. Why not? So, that's what being productive is. I was too busy. Here's another one. Saying spend versus saying invest. I'm going to give you a tidbit. If you didn't listen to my Monday episode, I want you to go listen to it. I'm going to have to find it now. I want you to go listen to the Monday episode. But the episode basically talk about saying, you need to say invest more than you say spend. You need to say invest more than you say spend. Here's why. When you spend money, you're thinking like a broke person. You're constantly just spending money on frivolous shit. And when somebody comes to you and says, yo, I got an opportunity for you, but it's going to cost $50 a month for you to do. The first thing you think is, why do I got to spend $50 just to go do that? You don't think, yo, if I invest $50 a month into this thing, it's supposed to grow me more money than what I'm investing in. In other words, if you spend $50, you better get double back at least what you're getting. And you might not get it right away, but you need to be learning something, then applying what you learn. And then that's the investment that comes off the return. You get what I'm saying? And so my problem was exactly that, is that 
I was too busy spending money on protein shakes and fucking Gatorades and all this special shit to make my body look good. I was too busy spending money on certain clothes, you know, just to make my body look good. I was too busy spending money in the bar just to make myself feel good. But what I was doing was I was investing in protein shakes. I was investing in certain clothes. I was investing in Bud Light. And my return was nice looking clothes, nice looking body, you know, feeling good. But when it came time to do like a business, shit, somebody would have came to me and be like, yeah, it's going to be 50 bucks a month. My first reaction would be like, why do I have to pay 50 bucks a month for a business? Just fucking dumb. Dumb. Dumb as shit. Because I didn't realize that the 50 bucks is an investment for the shit that you would have to do by yourself from scratch. Back office and, you know, fucking CRM and all this other shit that you get with whatever money you're spending emails being sent out, whatever, the network, you're spending all this, you're spending 50 bucks to get all this shit, and you're going to complain about 50 bucks. I was stupid. See, now, if I would have turned my mind into invest, I'd have been like, yo, but I'm investing money into all this protein shake, bro, I was investing like $200 a month in fucking, you know, protein shakes and all, BCAA pills, all kinds of crazy shit, man. I was investing money into that because I wanted a good looking body, and it was a great investment. But I wasn't willing to invest money into making more money. Fucking dumb. No wonder I was broke. Here's another saying. I can't versus how can I? I can't versus how can I? I was all about I can't. I can't do that. Nobody can do that. Man, that's impossible. Why would I do that? And I didn't realize that some of these words, not some, all of them, were closing doors and closing opportunities on me. It was like I was saying these things and they would automatically happen. And then I would think, why isn't things, why aren't things happening for me? And it was literally what I was saying. And what I realized in 2015 when I changed my mindset is literally this. Your mind is going to believe a lie no matter what you say. No matter what you say. The only ones that confirm something is truth is humans. Your mind don't know what's true and what's fake. It doesn't. See, we try to prove this by if we see it, it's truth. There's a lot of things that you don't see that's truth. You don't see fucking Wi-Fi signals. You know your shit is connected. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You don't see like miracles just happen. You know they happen. So we try to confirm thing with our sight. That's the reason why people will say, I'll believe it when I see it. You'll never see it. You got to believe it before you see it. That's where the hope and all the faith comes in. That's the reason why we have all the shit we have. You know, um, the very phone that I'm recording on right now. This phone wasn't in existence before now. Before, two, what, 2007? Before iPhone came out? You get what I'm saying? Like, somebody has to believe that that can happen before it's even fucking made. But my problem was, oh, believe it when I see it. Well, you'll never fucking see it. And when you see it, you still won't believe it. Because when you actually see the miracle happen, your eyes, you're not going to be able to transform it into belief because you're going to be like, this is not supposed to happen because you were stuck on. You'll believe it when you see it. And when it finally has come to fruition, you have a problem with understanding what you are seeing. So I didn't realize when I said I can't, I was closing all mental doors. I was closing the doors, closing my mind, and it just wasn't going to happen. And so I would play the lottery. This is no joke. I would play the lottery when it got above $50 million or $100 million. I'm sorry. When it got above $100 million, I would drop $5, $10 on lottery tickets. And I would put all, listen to this. I would put all my faith and hope that I would win the lottery so I could pay off bills. Think about this for a second, bro. 
I had more faith and hope in winning a fucking chance at a lottery ticket than I had in myself. Listen to me. I had more faith and hope in winning at a chance at a lottery ticket that millions of people are playing at than I had in putting faith in myself. That's sad, bro. That's real fucking sad. That's sad beyond belief. That means I'd rather go pitch in and go get money from somewhere else and hope and pray on all that than to actually do something myself and make something for myself. It was sad. So then I had to turn it around and say, how can I get that? How can I afford that? There's no such thing as expensive in my household. There is, how can we afford that? And it's not saying it condescending. You know, how can we afford that? That's too much. No, it's like, how can, what, in other words, what must we do to get that? Somebody's buying that shit. What can we do to get to that point? Your mind is going to believe a lie no matter what you tell it. That's the, here's an example. I used to call up my bosses and I'm, ah, I'm sick. <laughs> you know, yeah, got a sore throat. I ain't had no motherfucking sore throat. I wasn't sick. I was tired. Didn't feel like going in. But I believe my own lie, so I enact my own lie. And I really would get into this character that I was fucking sick. So what do I do? I start acting sick. What does sick sound like? I start making my voice feel a certain way. I start actually feeling this shit physiologically. Like, I start feeling this shit in my bones. Like, I really am fucking sick because I have to put on this act that I'm sick. Now, what am I telling my brain? Yo, we sick. So let's perform. You do this shit every day. And if you don't realize it, you're going to find yourself just doing things and not stopping to understand what the fuck you're doing. And that's what happened to me in 2015. I finally lost the job and I said, what the fuck am I doing? I keep coming back to this spot where I keep coming back. I need a new job and I'm, I keep saying I don't want a nine to five, but I keep ending up with a nine. This shit is crazy. I need a new plan. Here's another one. Did I go through them all? I think I went through them all. Oh, last one. Broke versus rich versus wealthy. I'm going to give you this quickly and then I got to get off. Um, I stopped saying I'm broke. If you keep saying you're broke, you're going to believe you're a broke person, that you have no ability to make any money. If you keep trying to think that rich is the way to go, you're going to be broke minded and have a lot of money. Yo, you want to be wealthy, yo. Wealthy people can't spend through their money. <laughs> They can drop 50 grand and cannot spend through it because they're going to literally like quadruple it that same day. Like they can't spend through money. They can't. How do you get to that point? You figure out how to multiply your money. Too many people are just trying to put a penny here, put a penny there. You got to multiply shit, man. Stop adding. Multiply. I'll tell you one simple thing that I thought about. And this was... um. This was that day in the parking lot. Yo, I thought to myself, yo, okay. Naturally, we know that salaries are only going up like 0.03% and fucking inflation is like 5% every year. So just simple mathematics, 0.03% cannot keep up with 5% over time. It just will not, cannot, and you're always going to be fucking broke. So I said, I'm losing here. I got to figure out how to multiply this shit. What are the wealthy people doing? I'm going to do that. It's part of my success formula. Find somebody who's uber, super successful at what you want to do. Copy the same exact fucking thing they do. Tweak that shit a little bit and make it your own. That's it, man. I'm not going to be that guy. Rich people, it's unfair. Fuck all that. How did they get rich? What did they do? What did they do? And the people, they just don't want to take the time. I think Warren Buffett had a quote that people don't want to be rich because they don't want to get rich slowly. 
And that is a fucking fact. Getting rich slowly is, is unsexy. In fact, I want you to Google his timeline of how he became a billionaire. And you're going to look. He was steady at millions. Like, it was low millions for a long time. And then that shit spiked out of motherfucking nowhere. I want you to understand, man, that what you want is going to take time. But it's going to take all your effort. And if you are discouraged by the effort and time you got to put in, you won't fucking get it. Yeah, you could pop up somewhere with something real quick. You won't have the mindset to sustain that shit. You won't. That's the reason why lottery winners go broke. They still have a broke mindset with a lot of fucking money. Until you change that mindset to a wealthy man's or wealthy person's mindset, I should say, you're going to be a broke person with a lot of motherfucking money. So today's episode, man, it's about the bad and the ugly, man. I'm telling you my bad and ugly moments. I gave you plenty of them. This is the watch your words challenge from Monday, man. You got to watch what you're saying to yourself. Everybody's lying to themselves. Everybody's telling themselves a lie. What kind of lie are you going to believe? The man that thinks he can and the man that thinks he can't, they both, they're both true. What lie are you going to believe, yo? Stop believing everybody else. Turn it inward. Believe in yourself. Don't be like the dummy me that was playing fucking lottery tickets. Be like the smart me that's like, you know what? I'm going to double down on myself. Go all in. It's your boy Fred Blumenberg. Make sure you come to these episodes every single Wednesday because I give you the bad and the ugly about my life, giving you vulnerability and being authentic, showing you the bad and the ugly and showing you some victories along the way. It's your boy Fred Blumenberg. I love you. Be blessed. I will see you on the other side. Subscribe and share. 